Canadian tenor Richard Margeson with the music of Puccini, the iconic aria Nessun Dorma. He was joined by the TSO. You're listening to Sunday Night at the TSO. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Now, when it comes to the pandemic, we've heard a lot on the show about how it has affected the TSO and its MO. Without the ability to gather and perform for a live public, there's been an impressive amount of pivoting to online concerts, classroom concerts, and many other outreach programs. But a big and long-standing arm of the TSO, the Toronto Symphony Youth Orchestra, or TSYO, has equally been affected. We spoke recently with TSYO conductor Simon Rivar about how this invaluable program for budding musicians has been finding new ways to nurture its young talent safely through COVID. Tonight, we're going to meet one of those young musicians, Annika Grieve. She's a 16-year-old cellist in her second year with the TSO, and she's on the line with us now to tell us all about how it's been going. Annika, welcome to the show. Hi. Now, you're in your second year as a cellist with the TSYO, so I take it you were able to enjoy a few months of normality with the orchestra before COVID took over. Tell us a bit about those first few months. Were you excited? What was new about the experience of being in the TSYO for you at that stage of your training? Oh, well, it was an absolutely wonderful experience for me in the in the TSYO. One of the things I enjoyed the most was the camp weekend program and our weekly rehearsals with our sectionals. I really learned so much. Was that your first time being around so many young musicians who were kind of at the same level as you? Well, before coming to the TSYO, I was in Mordell Youth Orchestra for a number of years. And so it was just kind of coming to a different level of orchestra and a different level of commitment to come into the Toronto Symphony Youth Orchestra, um, which was really, really quite inspiring for me. Right. Now, we've heard from your conductor, Simon Rivard, about the ways the TSYO has shifted its training activities to work online during COVID. So he was telling us that you've been doing score study and sessions on you know, physical health as musicians. What of these new initiatives have you found most beneficial? Wow, well, that's a hard question for me to answer. There's been a lot of really inspiring initiatives um, that the orchestra has run this year. Um, We had lecture programs, and we also had um, master classes, as well as score study and personal practice of the pieces that we were supposed to be playing during our regular season if we if we could have played together. For me, what I've enjoyed the most is really um, hearing from Simon Rivard, um, who kind of gave us some of the musical history behind pieces like Rachmaninoff symphonic uh, dances. And then we went on to practice those pieces individually and then play them in sectionals. I was wondering how those sectionals work. So just for our listeners, this is a normal part of the orchestral training, that there are times when the different sections in the orchestra, so say the first violins, the violas, cellos, you know, winds and all that, they break off into their own uh, you know, rooms and work on their material. And that normally involves a lot of playing together. You know, you've got to match sound, make sure your bows are all going in the right direction, you're doing the right volume at the right time. Um, how was that part of the work adjusted to be online? Well, it wasn't your traditional sectional that we've been doing. Instead, one person at a time unmutes their microphone on Zoom and plays a certain section of the piece um, that the coach would ask them to play while everybody else is muted and then plays along with that other person. So we did those individual sectionals within the cello section or the different specific instrument sections. Um, And then we also kind of mixed up the sections to hear what other instruments were playing. So, for example, a few weeks ago, we had a sectional with 
the harp, cellos, and the violas, and the bassoons, just to kind of hear the different, different instruments and what's going on throughout the orchestra. That's a great way to get to deeply know a piece of music. What uh, repertoire have you been working on with this way? Um, well, along with Rachmaninoff symphonic dances, we worked on Hindemith's symphonic metamorphosis, and something that everybody in the orchestra was really excited about uh, was the Star Wars suite, which we all worked on. Um, and oh, I enjoy bet. It as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really great because I, I that would be a real tonic to the Hindemith, which I, which I. I did in youth orchestra as well and was yes. really hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, another uh, activity that TSYO has been involved in is the Sounds Connection program. Can you tell us a bit about that? So that was something that the orchestra designed last spring to connect TSYO musicians along with TSO musicians with uh, seniors who a lot of them have been in isolation, specifically in long-term care and other residences like that. Through this program, the musicians have been able to play some of the repertoire they've been working on individually for the seniors via Zoom and just share that um, beautiful musical experience. How did that go for you? Were you nervous the first time you did it? Maybe uh, the first time I did it, I was probably a little bit nervous, but I, I... became really comfortable with it because I could see how much the seniors really appreciated the music we were sharing with them. Um, it was more of a one-on-one discussion and less of a, a intense performance. It was really a, a great experience for me. And I take it you enjoyed it so much that you initiated your own program at Christie Gardens. Tell us about that. That's right. So Um, I was really inspired by the program, and so during this past summer, I contacted some of my friends from the orchestra who had also participated in the program um, and linked them to the Seniors Home Christie Gardens, where my grandfather lives, and started this program where we would, again, play music for a group of seniors that we had been working on, and we gave each concert a specific theme and did them throughout the month of August. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, I understand that uh, in lieu of the big event this year, which is usually the TSYO's final concert, you're going to be working with a TSO member, in your case, TSO Horn, Nicholas Hartman, on an online duo recital. How will that work? Well, it's it's something really exciting that uh, all of us as TSYO members thought up just as a celebration of our musical learning through the TSYO programs and also our, our, our individual learning in the practice room. Um, they've been designed uh, as a concert for TSYO members, our families, and a small group of supporters just to celebrate our work. Um, we'll each be playing some solo pieces. It'll be presented by myself and Nick Hartman on the 20th and Teresa Rudolph, TSO viola, and Gabe Levy, TSYO percussion, on April 21st. That sounds really fun. And what are you going to play? Um, I'll be playing a Bach prelude from... Suite number four, and there'll be a variety of of different short pieces that TSYO members will be playing throughout the concert. Well, it sounds really fabulous, and it's great how you've been able to share your love of music and your growth as a musician with the community over the course of this pandemic. And thanks so much for sharing your experience with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was 16-year-old TSYO cellist Annika Grieve, and in honor of her Graduating from her second year with the TSYO, here's Algar's Pomp and Circumstance, March number one. <laughs> 